Big 12 is the most exciting conference in the country, and it's not even close. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Not when you've got five teams tied atop the league standings heading into November. Who else has that right now? I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. Great to have you on board. And if you are uh, just joining us here on the show, make sure you hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. Subscribe to us on the podcast. It's a great way to help us continue to build and grow the show. And our week nine reaction show was, by the way, our biggest show yet. That's right. We are pretty excited about that as uh, we continue to grow this on the podcast and on YouTube, and it's all because of you. So thank you for being here and for being a part of it. So uh, we'll start with the power rankings at the very bottom. I do these every week from worst to first, and I do the power rankings not based on who I think would win on a neutral site, not based on who I believe um, is the best team. I do it based on what you've done. And I put a little extra emphasis on what have you done for me lately. Basically, what was the best time and what was the most recent time you were on the field and how did you look? It's very simple. That's how I've done it for a long time. And that's how the power rankings go. I think that's how they should go. Kind of like the college football playoff rankings. What have you done? Not what some dopey AP pollster who never watches the games thinks. I think that's important. So at the bottom of the power rankings this week, I've got the Cincinnati Bearcats. They have obviously struggled mightily this season. They don't have the quarterback play to compete in the Big 12. That much is very clear and very evident with Emory Jones. That's just not a guy that's going to win for you in this league, and they're getting torched at the line of scrimmage as well. Uh, they came in with an actually pretty good run defense. They've given up 100 yards per game going in, to the Oklahoma State game. And then Ollie Gordon happened. And Ollie Gordon smoked Cincinnati for over 200 yards on the ground in the second half alone. That's how good Ollie Gordon was. I mean, the guy's been unbelievable. So Cincinnati's got a rough go of it. They're 0-5 in league play. There's no end in sight to their losses in the Big 12. Although they do get UCF this weekend, and that's a battle of 0-5 teams. And that leads us to UCF, who is number 13 in the power rankings this week. After they lost to West Virginia at home, they had no business being a 7-point favorite. That was my lock of the week, by the way. West Virginia plus 7 at UCF was my lock of the week. And don't look now, but the picks are 15-8-1. and one on the season against the spread. So make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can start making some money here. I'm not only entertaining you, I'm making you money in the Big 12. Who else is doing that? There's some other clown Big 12 shows out there, but they ain't giving you good picks or good takes. They're giving you bad picks and bad takes. And y'all know who they are. I'll leave it at that, all right? <laughs> Goldilocks. Oh, gosh. All right, uh, number 12 in the Big 12 power rankings this week. The uh, Baylor Bears are number 12 this week in the power rankings, and that's because you know, Baylor does have a win over UCF. Now, they lost again on Saturday against Iowa State, but uh, you get the point. They're not very good. Uh, they have not been a good all season. If not for that miracle comeback against UCF, this is really looking like a bad year for Dave Aranda. Uh, here's a guy who had this team winning a Big 12 title two years ago, and now... They look like one of the worst teams in the Big 12, and it's not even close. They're down there with the four new schools. 
it has been such a letdown. Now two straight years where Baylor will have underachieved. Last year, they were picked to be in the Big 12 title game. They didn't come close. This year, they were picked top half of the Big 12, and I don't think they're going to come close to that either. So it's starting to warm, not not get hot, but warm a bit down there in Waco, or at least uh, I think it should be warming up just a hair. I love Dave Aranda, but you know you can't keep underachieving like this. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. Uh, at number 11 in the power rankings this week, Houston, they fall from eight. Boy, they got just torched, didn't they? And they just got absolutely squashed by um, Kansas State and Manhattan. That was just evisceration. Absolutely brutal. And Houston looks like it was still thinking about that Texas game two weeks prior, the end of the game, where, yes, they got screwed, but, man, you got to move on. And instead, you got blown out 41-zip. You didn't have a drive longer than 31 yards. It's pathetic. So it was bad all around uh, for Houston as they fall three spots from 8 to 11 in the Big 12 power rankings this week. Next up, I got number 10, Texas Tech moving up two spots. Why not? They were on a bye week, but I'm sitting here saying to myself, they've beaten two of the teams below them on the power rankings, right? So I'm going to move them up to number 10. They've beaten Houston. They've beaten Baylor. So I got Texas Tech at number 10 this week. BYU at number 9. Now, BYU, of course, beat Tech a couple of weeks ago. They got demolished by Texas. Texas had a backup quarterback. BYU didn't have its top running back in L.J. Martin. But uh, BYU got ran all over the field on by Texas. That was a uh, tough game, 35-6. to And I'm looking at that game saying, I don't think Slovis is the guy quarterback. I haven't thought that for a long time. And I know he's a stopgap, but, man, they don't have the quarterback play they need in this league. They just don't. And that is a common theme in many ways between the teams near the bottom of the Big 12 power rankings. So I've got BYU at number nine. I've got uh, TCU at eight. TCU moves up two slots. They were also on a bye week. And I'm kind of here sitting here saying to myself, well, they just crushed BYU by 30 a couple of weeks ago. And once again, the bottom half of this league is very unpredictable and very mediocre at best. The top of the league, I believe, is really good. The bottom of the league is not good. And that's the thing. When the conference gets bigger, you're going to have the bottom feeders. And it's pretty obvious who the bottom feeders are in the Big 12 right now. So TCU gets to move up a couple of slots to a number eight in the power rankings this week. At number seven, the West Virginia Mountaineers are seven in the power rankings. So West Virginia uh, got a good win at UCF. They snap a two-game losing streak. And if not for that Hail Mary loss... To Houston, it's a six-way tie for first place in the Big 12 with West Virginia at 4-1. and one. Instead, they're 3-2. and two. So they're sitting there at 3-2 and two right now, uh, but they're a Hail Mary away from being 4-1 and one and tied for first place going into November in the Big 12. How crazy is that? Who would have predicted that? Not me and not most of you. But uh, you know what? It's one of those things where for the Big 12, that's the kind of year it's been. So West Virginia's number seven. At number six, and this is where it gets a little questionable for some of you, I've got Kansas State in my Big 12 power rankings at number six. 
Now, they look like one of the top two or three teams in the Big 12 the last couple of weeks. They've won their last two games 82-3. to So they are very impressive right now. But based on who they've lost to and who's in front of them, I think you'll understand why I've got Kansas State at number six, despite the fact that they have looked so good the last couple of weeks. They relied only on Will Howard. They didn't have the two-quarterback system going um, this past weekend, and the defense has not allowed a touchdown in nine quarters. I get all of that. It's been darn impressive. But hear me out on why I have Kansas State at number six. And the reason I have Kansas State at number six is because of who I've got in front of them at number five. I have the Oklahoma State Cowboys at number five. Now, last week they were four, but Oklahoma State has beaten Kansas State. So I have to, in good faith, leave them at number five, right? So K-State is at six, Oklahoma State's at five. We know how good Oklahoma State has been. Ollie Gordon's a big reason for that. But I'm putting the Oklahoma State Cowboys at number five down one slot. At number four, I've got the Iowa State Cyclones. The Iowa State Cyclones have beaten Oklahoma State. They're tied for first place in the Big 12 Conference. I've got to leave them there right now. I have to do it. i got to have Iowa State ahead of Oklahoma State. They've beaten them head-to-head, and i got to have Oklahoma State ahead of Kansas State because they've beaten the Wildcats head-to-head. So that's why I've got that broken down 4-5-6, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and then Kansas State. That's the reason I've done it that way. Meantime, as we move it to the top three in the Big 12 power rankings this week, I've got Oklahoma at number three. The Sooners, of course, had every opportunity to close it out in Lawrence. They could not get it done, and um, that's a tough loss. But they were number one last week. They obviously have done a lot this season. That's been very impressive. But I move them from one to three after their loss over the weekend. At number two in the power rankings, the Kansas Jayhawks. They just beat OU for the first time in 26 years. The win has completely changed the Big 12 race. And now five teams are sitting atop the conference standings, and Kansas is one game back. And they've done it with Jason Bean. Some of you are upset I've called Jason Bean a backup quarterback. Dude's a backup quarterback. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Jason Bean is the backup quarterback, like it or not. I mean, that's just a reality. So I've got them at number two in the power rankings uh, this week in the Big 12 after their win over the number one team in Oklahoma. And then at number one... The Texas Longhorns. They rolled BYU on Saturday. We know that this team, you know, is a drive away from being undefeated, from probably being a top three team in the country right now. And uh, they did it on Saturday with a backup quarterback. So if they get a stop against OU, this season's very different for Texas. I'm moving them up from number two to number one in the Big 12 football power rankings uh, this week. So I know, I know, I get it. Some of you are saying that Oklahoma State beat Kansas. I understand that. But remember, when you take down number one, which is what Kansas did on Saturday, I get it. I know Oklahoma State beat Kansas. But I give a little extra love to what you did this past weekend. That's why I set it up that way. That's why I do it that way. 
So I, I, I think it's important to have a little extra emphasis on what you've done for me lately. So that's where I've got the Big 12 Power Rankings this week. I'm Pete Mundo on heartlandcollegesports.com. I apologize. It looks like things might have frozen up on the YouTube side, but uh, you know we've had a couple of technical glitches this evening that we can control. So those are the power rankings this week. I know they're probably going to be a little bit controversial, but just know we're here for you at Heartland College Sports covering the Big 12. If you're on the podcast, hit that five-star rating and review. And um, if you're on the YouTube page, subscribe, and we will be talking to you guys soon. Have a great rest of your day. We do have the college football playoff rankings coming out on Tuesday night. We'll get reaction to that here on the show as well. And um, can't wait for it. You guys have a great rest of the night. We'll talk to you here on Heartland College Sports. Take care.